the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon. This is Pastor Joe Sutton uh, here with you this Saturday afternoon with the radio ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. Uh, as, it, as the weather gets great and spring slowly breaks forth, uh, I just want to remind you that um, that uh, our track team has already started uh, practicing. Mm. Uh, if you want more information, want somewhere to run your kids to death, keep them in shape, uh, give them a positive atmosphere with some great people, uh, you can go to uh, eagleswingstrack.com. Or you can go to our website, SOTL.org, and then you can link over uh, to Eagles Wings Track. Great experience. Uh, you know, kids go, godly environment. Uh, we produce champions, and, and we keep going. So we'll practice. You can get our practice schedule there. You can get everything going. And, and also, it's not too late. We start signing up for our summer program, which is eight weeks. It'll begin the third week of June. Yeah. Go all the way to the second week of August and uh, meeting every day. And uh, where well, we'll, you know, hit academics, spiritual enrichment, and athletics. We'll do all three, keeping them busy. So this is a plug-in before I lead back in. You know, last week we were talking about Passover. Uh, you know, last Monday we had our Passover dinner. Uh, you know, it's always a, just a great time of getting together and and uh, and going through the Word of God. And, uh, and then, okay, the food's good, too. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, just to fellowship together and, and to learn a little bit more. And, and as a continuation, last week I have Minister Grace Broussard and Joe Heiser here with me. They're, they're members of my church, but they hold dual membership. Grace, she's at, <laughs> she's at uh, Seed of Abraham, you know, on Saturdays. And then she comes visit us on Sundays. And then Joe is at, is there a name for your fellowship? No, no, no. name. They, 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 they have a, a messianic gathering where they study the scriptures and, and, and go through uh, every every Saturday and and in their celebration of a of a Sabbath. Sabbath day, and they just go and it's just a, a great time. Right. If you want to come yeah. and learn more uh, about your Hebraic roots and just learn more about celebration of Sabbath or the festivals, they'd be more than welcome uh, to have you at either one of those places. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna lead in and I'm gonna go to Joe first, and then I'm gonna go uh, to to Minister Grace and and going in there. And, and, you know, we, we have the, the spring festivals, and, and what we've been talking about now is uh, a Passover. And, of course, in seven weeks we'll be talking about, we'll be talking about Pentecost. But, but in, 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 in for you as a guy who, yeah. like, well, really what we all have in common at this day, we all grew up Catholic. Yep. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and I didn't really understand the Catholic service until I started reading the Old Testament. 
Right. When I read the Old Testament, I understood the Catholic service. I understood why the guy dressed like he did, why he did what he did, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, in that little mm-hmm. mini version of, of trying to, to recreate temple temple worship. But, you know, as as you and in your journey uh, with the in, in the Passover, what is it about Passover that that energizes you? What is it about Passover that is that, and, and how has it revealed you and drawn you closer to your Lord? Yeah. That's a really, really good question. Um, it's uh, it's a story, you know, of redemption, you know, of second and third chances. Um, you know, Jesus told Nicodemus that if a man's not born again, you know, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And what do we see? The You know, the seeds in Exodus chapter 12. God said, this is your first day. We're, I'm changing the calendar. The whole calendar of the new year now, instead of being on Rosh Hashanah, is now it's going to be the the religious calendar is going to start on uh, the first of Nisan, which is in the spring. It's right now, mm-hmm. and you know, implying that there's a rebirth. You know, there's a new birth. It's a second chance. Um, you know, when you look at Adam and Eve when they disobeyed God by eating of the tree of of knowledge. Um, you know, disobedience meant that you were cast out of the garden. You know, you were cast away from his presence. And when there's sin, then there has to be a shedding of blood because your life is required. And the way to redeem a life is to shed blood. So what did God have to do? He clothed them, which means he had to kill an animal and shed blood in order to clothe them. And what do we see? We keep seeing that time from Abraham, uh, sacrifices, sacrificing Isaac um, to Passover where they mark their doorposts with the blood of the lamb. Mm. And we see it today. We see that, you know, we are identified with the blood of the lamb. We're sealed and marked by the blood of the lamb um, so that when he, when he comes again, just like the story of Passover, when the death angel came, Upon the Egyptians, those who are not marked were killed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, to stop there, because I know if I was listening right now, and and I, I remember when I never understood why Jesus had to be lion and lamb. Yeah, and I mean, there's no, there's nothing that was taught to me, you know, growing up of why Jesus had to be lamb, and the only way you understand the significance of Jesus being the lamb of God is if you do read Genesis. Yeah. You go to the old Testament and you understand that what significance the lamb played in the different festivals and feasts, as far as the sacrifice that had to be Mm -hmm, paid. mm -hmm. And even in Genesis, I mean, in Exodus is the original one when he, when his, it was a lamb's blood Mm -hmm. that was required to save you. You know what I mean? And so then you understand why Jesus is the, the lamb. And so a lot of times that there's some things that we accept by f- faith that really are fact. But yeah. we take them That's by faith point. because no one ever showed, showed us, us yeah. the fact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I, I know if I was listening, I'd be like, why lamb? Why lamb's blood? You know, why right. can't we get, you know, get a good chicken or, you know, get a... <laughs> Uh, something like that, but it, that's that. That's what. That's why Jesus is a lamb. You know what I mean? Because he did. And then you know we won't go in the lion because the lion's not there. But it's just 
you you read these things and you hear these things, but you don't know why they why are. They are. You know, yeah. you know I mean, you just say, well, I'm a Christian and I, what he is, they said he was a lamb, he's a lamb. But to understand why he was the lamb and understand what that meant and the power behind it, you know. You know, that's that's a beautiful um, picture because um, when you ask the question, what does it mean to me? I mean, when, when you know that um, he, I mean, look at, at Jesus before the world began. He he was, right? And I can just picture this conversation with God the Father and God saying to him, you know, I'm going to create humanity and I need to create a space for them. I'm going to create a planet and a universe, atmosphere, etc., so that they can live. And they're going to disobey me hmm. and um, you're going to have to redeem them. You're going to have to die suffer cruelly um, and then in order to redeem them. And he said, okay, go ahead and make it because I'll do it. In advance, I mean, that's we don't yeah. really think like that, but he, he before it ever happened, he knew he was going to have to do that. Yeah. And that's just a sobering thought. And you know what's, what's, what's cool that we don't understand unless you really study um, Hebraically, so to speak, is the the people who brought their Passover lambs, they had to slay them themselves. The priest didn't do that. Mm -hmm. They had to take a knife themselves and slit the the neck of the the throat of the lamb. The lamb was supposed to be raised in the house. In their houses. So it was like a pet. So it was like, I always like to say, it's like Mm -hmm. bumping off a little Frenchie. (laughs) The little, you know, everybody got these little dogs nowadays that I want to step on. But anyway, can you imagine (laughs) taking your little dog or your big dog or whatever it was to yeah. To the temple and cutting his throat to use that blood to be in fulfillment. Mm-hmm. So it had to be something you cared about, you know what I mean? You know, because as God loved his son, mm-hmm. you know, for God so loved the world, he gave his own, he gave, he gave his he son gave exchange. His son. And so every year they had to, they had to take some, they had to look at this thing every year knowing that in five months, four months, three months, two months, I got a, yeah. We gotta bump you off, you know yeah. what I mean? You because know? of what I because of what doing. I right the because dirt of, because that I've of been the, doing right because of what I've been doing and everything right. like that. Yeah, and so the, the the power of that man just 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 transcends over. So, uh, Mister Grace, just squeeze you in here as I in that <laughs> love of a love of Passover and what are some of the things that 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 have opened your eyes and, and broadened your faith and drawn you closer to God? I think the thing that. I just really uh, opened up my eyes is the priesthood. Now, I know that in the early days, I mean, before before Abraham, there was no such thing as a priesthood. As a matter of fact, through the early days, there was no set aside uh, a nation such as Israel. There was just people that God had come in contact, and they, they decided to follow him. They just decided to follow him. I said, but Abraham, it says that he believed God that he was going to keep his word. And he was a man who followed idols, but he believed God. And because he believed God, it was counted unto him righteousness. And he did everything that God told him to do. And so when he told him to go to look for land that he didn't know where he was going, but he followed him. So there was always a set of people who are families who just really followed God. But they weren't set aside for him until he made the covenant with Abraham. And how was the covenant made when Abraham was going to sacrifice his son? You know, and, you know, 
sacrifice your son? He said, yeah, uh, your only son. Well, God sacrificed his son, his only son. You know, and that that opened up my eyes. The second thing is, is that uh, we told Abraham, your your people, your descendants are going to be in slavery for four hundred years, and then four hundred years during the time of Moses. Guess what? They they were they were set free four hundred years later. Those are the things that opened up my eyes. But the the most important thing that opened up my eyes was the understanding that. When God says something, it's going to come to pass, no matter how long it takes. <laughs> but, but, but God is a God of his word. And when he says, I, I swore by none other than myself, then it's going to come to pass. So when I started looking at those things and I started seeing about Abraham sacrificing his son and all the things that the Israelites were going to, and when they went into slavery, that is when God started the idea of setting a people aside, consecrating them to himself, sanctifying them, consecrating them, purifying them. And why? Because he wanted us to see uh, what a loving God will do with the people that will follow him. And he took them out of the world, out of the situation that they were surrounded with. Well, I'm thinking about all the things that I've been surrounded with and I'm Therefore, it says, uh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Well, you know, all the evil that's around us is like the shadow of death, you know. And yet, if I follow what he has done, if I follow the script that he has set before us with that Bible, that manufacturing book, uh, that, that's the same, that's the same pattern. It, it hasn't changed. And that's what I love about the fact that God has a pattern for us to follow. He gave it to us in the Passover. He gave it to us in the uh, the uh, uh, shovel wall. He gave us into the fall feasts. Guess what? Jesus fulfills all of it. And because he fulfilled all of it, he has knitted himself with us. He's identified himself with us. And we... I've become identified with him, and we can move in the same, live, move, and have our being the same way as he has because it is the Father who's directing him. So, Yeah, and, and, and the thing, if you're listening, and I just want you to understand the encouragement you have, and you know our show is basically comes from an urban perspective so <laughs> and understanding that. And so in light of that and knowing what that is, is that, a lot of times people find it it's strange that, that we kind of follow a, a Hebraic thing that <laughs> we'd probably be modern and come up with some new way. But, you know, it's it's all about the, the, the Word of God. It's about following the Word of God and understanding the Word of God and, and, and bringing you that point. In an urban perspective, you're in a diverse background. And so in, yeah. in a, and I come into the break on this. We're in a diverse background. We come from different economic backgrounds, mm-hmm. different racial backgrounds, different cultural backgrounds. You know, I mean, we even do we like different sports, music, everything, right? But the one unifying factor that brings us all together is this: our relationship with Yeshua, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's our relationship with Him. And and when we come in and celebrate a festival like Passover together, the economics go out the window. The culture goes out the window. Everything goes out the window. Mm-hmm. I'm about to join in a celebration with my brothers and sisters, but also I'm about to do something that has been done 
for the last 5,000 some years. years. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, and that's the one thing I have in common with Paul. That's one thing I got in common with Peter. That's one thing I got in common with everybody. That we're going to sit down and we're going to thank the Lord for delivering us and equipping us and sanctifying us and setting us apart. Mm-hmm. Right, we're going to take a break right now and we're going to come back and wrap up. Uh, we're going to wrap up and just give you some, some highlights and some moments. And I'm going to ask these guys a question to answer. I hope they can answer it in seven minutes. And uh, take care. You listen to Isaiah 61. Okay, okay, okay. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM980 The Mission. I'm often asked by our loyal listeners, how do I support your radio station's mission in sharing the good news of the gospel? My answer is simple. Support those who support us. Instead of sending us a gift of money, I encourage you to send that same gift of money to one of our great national or local ministries that you hear daily on AM980 The Mission. Or next time you need a product or service, visit our advertiser section on am980themission.com or call us at 651-405-8800. Yeah, bumping my head, listen to the music, oh yeah. We won't play this at Passover, but uh, (laughs) it's Pastor Joe Sutton up here with Isaiah 61, the radio ministry, Spirit of the Lord Church, and I have here uh, Minister Grace Broussard, and uh, I should say Coach Joe Heiser, you know what I mean? He's been on the show before, we talked about his ministry coaching young men in the city. Uh, and so, this is my question. And uh, who wants to go first? Right, we go let you. <laughs> we, we, we go ladies Grace first. Ready. Right, she's ready. She got a finger up in the air. Ready to go? Uh, as I, Jesus said these words at at the Passover. He did before he before he died. And uh, and that these words were, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the remembrance of me, what did you think he meant when he said that? When he said that. Um, my thoughts are that when he said this, first thing that came to my mind, every time we sit down to eat dinner, right. don't forget to do, do this in remembrance of me. But when I look at it deeply, based upon the experiences that I've already had, it's the whole, the whole deliverance during the book of Exodus. I go back and I review everything that he has done in my life. Uh, how he has, how he has saved me, you know, how he's sanctified me, how he's, he's done all that, how he delivered me from the disease and the sickness, and that don't mean that I don't have aches and pains and what have you, you know. But he, he, he took care of that, and then uh, how he redeemed me. In other words, he uh, uses, but his blood cleansed me from all the things that can contaminate me in this work walking through this world and finally he made me one of his own and so when I when I have uh, communion as we call it as the western world says that we have communion actually we are just having a meal 
and doing it in remnants of all the things. That's what Exodus, I mean, Passover does. It recalls all of what he has done for us. So you're saying that what he wants, what he wants you to remember is Passover? No. As often as you do this, what's the this? I'm not talking about you personally. What Jesus said, what's the this? What's, what's the, the this? this? When Jesus says, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Of him. So what's the this Jesus is talking about? Not you personally. As often as you, okay, as often as you lay down your life for your brothers, as often as you uh, uh, encourage them, as often as you, uh, these are the things that I did. So, well, I'm not then, talking about in that passage of Scripture. Yeah, the this. What is Jesus talking about? Well, I think that he was talking about drinking his uh, drinking the wine and and eating the bread. Eating the bread. And, and uh, well, we I don't want to say that either. But uh, <laughs> in times past, it's been known as uh, the bread has been transferred to his body and uh, yeah, the and, wine and, into his his blood. Well, okay, so we do that, right? We, we so we we, we, we do we, those. So as often things. as we do this. But it's in memory of him because the bread doesn't really turn into his body. I'm not body. getting into theology right now. I, I, I just I want to stick with what Jesus said. Okay. Uh, that's uh, Jesus didn't say nothing about that. So we, no, we, he we, didn't. We're gonna stick no, with what Jesus said. Everything, but Joe, what do you think he meant by this? Um, I definitely think he means the Passover meal, right? Um, it, it wasn't the Last Supper. It was the Passover meal. That's what they were suffering before he was led to his death. Okay, so. Um, Death and resurrection are, are all in that. You know, remember uh, that when you eat uh, this Seder meal that it's that you've been doing for the last 3,000 years, years. <laughs> you're doing it in remembrance of me. I am the reason why this is even in place, right? Um, I'm the fulfillment of this. Um, you know, Isaac was an, an illusion, right, meaning Abraham offered his son. And that was God's way of telling him, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to offer my son 2,000 years later. And, you know, everything was made through him, by him, and for him, right? All Every page of Scripture was written by him, for him, and through him. And we're to remember, anytime we offer a sacrifice, a sacrifice of praise, a sacrifice of prayer, we're, it's, it's for him. Yeah, and—, and, and- the reason why I picked that verse, mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you now. I mean, we kind of talked about it in the car. I picked that verse because that was one of the verses that made me start studying the this. What was the this? Mm. When Jesus Great said, question. as often as you do this. So then I had to go back and reread. What was the this? You know, he said, go and prepare the Passover meal. And they left. He said, you're going to find this man. You know, you're like how Jesus had these divine hookups where everybody knew what it was. <laughs> You know, he's going to have a picture yeah. following him. When you get yeah. there, tell him the master sent me to prepare this meal. So Jesus had already hooked this, the, the place up and uh, everything yeah. like uh-huh. that. And all they had to do was go over there and do it. So, so Jesus had already prepared for the Passover before they even thought about the Passover. Yeah. Right. And so, so he sent them out to prepare the meal, whoever those were that went to prepare the meal. Then when they showed up for the meal, he was waiting there with some water and a what? towel. And wash their feet. 
right? Yeah. So not only did he, wash, he get prepared with the meal for him, but he, he, he got the meal prepared for him. He washed their feet. We all know what Peter said. I'm not, you know, you ain't going to do it to me. But then he, 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 he had to back down when Jesus said, if I can't do this, like, you ain't going to have no part with me, mm-hmm. right? And so we go through there. And then we have, in some church circles, we still do foot washings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In some church circles, we still have meals. You know what I mean? But the thing about it is that that can go back to something you talked about during the break was the 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 prejudices that we have against Jewish people, right? That we like to call Torah law as opposed to calling Torah teaching, right? And so and so we avoid law because as Westerners we're rebellious. Yeah. That's why we call Protestants. <laughs> we're always protesting. That's why I don't call myself a Protestant. I'm not a Protestant. I don't protest. You know what I mean? So anytime somebody comes and tells us what we can't do or can do, we want to protest it. And that's go. our problem, our whole All problem right. in understanding our, our Jewish roots. Mm-hmm. So, but then Jesus said, as often as you do this, and what was the this? Well, often as you get together to have this Passover meal, right? The meal was a whole meal. We know what the meal yeah. was. It was lamb. Yeah. Right. It was lamb. It wasn't one cracker and a thimble of juice. No. You know what I mean? And you know, that's what we broken it down to cool, in convenience. Yeah. We broken it down to community's convenience, but to shorten our services. But it's a meal and you find out in Corinthians that it was a meal. They always had a meal, a full blown meal when they got together. Amen. As Jesus said, as often as you get together to do the Passover, do this remembrance of me. So in other words, next year, because Passover's already passed. Be obedient, celebrate the Seder. Get to get find some messianic friends, grow strong in the Lord, and be ready when the trumpet blows. God bless you guys. Take care. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.